What song is it you want to hear? Welcome to the Secret Chord Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Jacobs. The Secret Chord explores spirituality through the lens of great music. And we're sponsored by SuperJeweler.com, my favorite online fine jewelry destination. And without further ado, please enjoy this podcast. Hi, folks. What did you think of that new intro? I figured it would be a good time in episode 18 of The Secret Chord to talk about Thanksgiving. And I've selected a song that I think most exemplifies thankfulness, and that is by a woman named Natalie Merchant. She was born October 26, 1963 in Jamestown, New York. She's considered an American alternative rock singer-songwriter. In this case, the word alternative refers to the genre's distinction from mainstream rock music. She joined the folk rock band 10,000 Maniacs in 1981. The group actually took their name from a B-grade film called 2,000 Maniacs. I happened to see them back in 1989 at Radio City Music Hall and had a really good time at that show and thought they were great. She remained with the group for their first seven albums and then left it to start her own solo career in 1993. Since then, she's released seven studio albums. So Natalie had a bit of an unusual upbringing. When she was a kid, Her mother listened to music, primarily Petula Clark, but also the Beatles, Al Green, and Aretha Franklin, and she encouraged her kids to study music, but she would not allow any television in the home after Natalie was 12. Then, a pivotal thing happened. In her own words, I was dragged to see sticks when I was 12 years old. We had to drive 100 miles to Buffalo. Someone threw up next to me, and people were smoking pot. It was terrifying. I remember sticks had a white piano which rose out of the stage, It was awe-inspiring and inspirational. So on the one hand, she had never even heard of Bob Dylan until she was 18, but she had an intense interest in music and performance. Without the obvious influences most people have, she was able to craft a very unique style. She really was and is one of a kind. She has her own way of dressing, totally unique voice, and an amazing stage presence. Natalie was the lead singer and primary lyricist for 10,000 Maniacs, joining early on in 1981, while she was a student at Jamestown Community College. In 1993, she announced that she was leaving the group, and her last recording with the band was a cover of Bruce Springsteen's Because of the Night at MTV Unplugged, which reached number 11 in the singles chart, becoming the band's highest charting song in the U.S. So the song I wanted to profile today for the Thanksgiving season is called Kind and Generous. Natalie said of this song, I always wanted to write a song that had an extremely universal, simple sentiment. Just gratitude. That's all this song is about. Simple and to the point. So let's take a moment and listen to it. This is Kind and Generous by the great Natalie Merchant.
What a beautiful song. I never get tired of listening to that. So as I mentioned, The Secret Chord is being sponsored by superjeweler.com. And I was thinking that thankfulness creates good feelings between people and promotes closeness. What could be more important than that? That's the secret of gift giving. Check out superjeweler.com for many beautiful gift ideas. And if you use the promo code ADAM20, you'll get 20% off of everything and anything on the site. That's superjeweler.com millions of happy customers since 1999. Now, let's go to the music. Natalie's voice. Like Billie Holiday, she didn't have a huge range or a tremendous amount of power, but it works because of her tonal quality, which is smooth, subtle, and pure, and seems to come from somewhere deep inside her. She's not the greatest vocalist of all time, 
but it's effective because of her sincerity and authenticity. So the song has a light and understated groove mixed with what I would call a twinge of nostalgia or some kind of sadness. You find yourself bobbing your head while contemplating what she's talking about. I also love the Fender Rhodes and Wurlitzer Oregon that are backing her, which add a bluesy lilt and a certain sweetness. Overall, it's just a wonderful song. In terms of her songwriting, I found something on the website called Stereo Gum that I really like, which says that her songs can be surprisingly difficult to describe. They're rooted in the folk groups of the 60s and 70s with Merchant exhibiting the forcefulness of a Sandy Denny and the erudite phrasing of Joan Baez. The band was enthralled by the same scuzzy post-punk that inspired R.E.M., Merchant was rarely ever cryptic in her language or subject matter. She spoke loudly and directly, putting everything out in the open. If a song was about illiteracy, it would have a line like, I can't read to save my life, I'm so ashamed to say. And in that vein, listen to the simple opening lines that she writes. You've been so kind and generous. I don't know how you keep on giving. For your kindness, I'm in debt to you. For your selflessness, my admiration. And for everything you've done, you know I'm bound. I'm bound to thank you for it. Now, let's speak about thankfulness for a minute. What does it really matter if you're thankful or not? Who ultimately cares? Sure, it's nice, but does it matter for any particular reason? If so, why? So I would say that thankfulness is a prerequisite for spiritual development. It acknowledges a debt. It's a declaration that I needed someone outside of myself to help me, to thank is to admit. To admit dependence is a step towards recognizing a reality that's outside of yourself. If you think about it, all bad traits come from the ego. We have a Kabbalistic idea that the Pharaoh mentioned in the book of Exodus believed that he was a god and that he created himself. We also believe that that applies to all of us. To some extent, we all believe that we're gods and that we created ourselves and that what we want and what we think is what's important. Getting outside of that point of view is much of the work of spiritual development. As such, we're taught that there are three levels of ego. Number one is someone who's controlled by his ego. All of his actions will be based on how he can best take care of himself. Two is someone who's semi-controlled. At times it's just about him and at times it's not. And number three is someone who has succeeded in breaking the control of his ego. He does not ask, what's good for me? What will be easiest? Or what do I want? Rather, the question will genuinely be, how can I help others? It's not possible to live a truly transcendent life while subjected by the ego. It's impossible to see the infinite while you're busy staring at yourself. Thankfulness reduces the power of the ego and is thus a critical tool for spiritual growth. What better message could there be for Thanksgiving? And what better song illustrates the idea of thankfulness than kind and generous? Another point I just wanted to highlight is that gratitude is also the source of happiness for yourself and for the ones who give to you. The founder of American psychology, William James, once said that the deepest craving of human nature is the need to be appreciated. Therefore, when you appreciate someone, you're literally giving them sustenance. You can give by receiving. We all know the feeling of going out of our way to do something good for someone and them not being particularly thankful for it, or sometimes even angry about it on occasion. It doesn't mean that we shouldn't have done it or keep doing it, but we'll probably think twice the next time. 
you actually need to be on quite a high level to give without hope of reciprocation of any kind. On the other hand, when we see someone really understood and deeply appreciated what we did, we feel very good about giving, want to do more, and feel connected to the person we gave to. Lastly, there's a quote from Oprah Winfrey that I really like, which is, be thankful for what you have, you'll end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you will never, ever have enough. That's very reminiscent of another quote I know from the Mishnah that says, who is the happy person? And that is the one who is satisfied or grateful for his lot. Hope you've enjoyed exploring these ideas today. It's been a privilege to speak to you as always, and I look forward to speaking to you again next week. Have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening. Please consider leaving a comment or a review to help us spread the word. And please subscribe to the podcast on any of the major podcasting platforms. To support us, please visit our Patreon account. And if you'd like to communicate with me directly, please feel free to email me at ajacobs at The Secret Chord is produced and engineered by Naor Cohen.